Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now, one and only. Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay, here we go. Um, I was working out. I was talking to a buddy of mine. And I was telling him something that Bishop T.D. Jakes told me one time. I heard him say it. He said, uh, I would hate to die and not do the thing that I was born to do. I would hate to die and not do the thing that I was born to do. Man, oh man, oh man. Man, that hit me like a, like a, like a pile of bricks, man. Because it made me feel so grateful that God has allowed me to live my life this way. Now, and I'm talking about grateful for all of it, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I have had all of them. The person you see today, it ain't always who I was. It was on the inside of me, but it hadn't externalized itself, if that's a word. It hadn't been bought out. It was in here, but it was under development. Who I am today was a process. But like I said before, don't trip. He ain't through with me yet. Even today, I'm still an imperfect soldier for Christ. Today, I still fall short. Oftentimes. But I'll tell you what. I'm ever grateful for the life I have. And you know what? I want to encourage everybody today to explore your possibilities. I mean, man, explore your possibilities. Why would you not want to find out, discover, or know what it is God got for you? Why would you not want to achieve or accomplish all of your possibilities? Now, as I ask you this question, I want you to know that the devil is busy, that he plays mind tricks. So as you hear this, I already know he's saying to some of y'all, yeah, Steve, that's easy for you to say, but I didn't got myself in this situation right here. You ain't nothing too hard for God. Nothing. Nothing. And see, so as you listen to me, try to, try to get your mind open to this. Why would you not want to explore all of your life's possibilities? What's possible with your life? And I'm talking about from right where you are right now. I'm not asking you to change. I'm not asking you to do anything. I'm telling you, this is a fact that God can get you from right where you are right now. Broken, misled, misguided, misunderstood, mistaken, all of that. Misfortunate, all of the misses you've been talking about in your life. 
you know, you, I missed the lottery. I, I missed my ride. They fired me. I, I missed the deadline. I didn't get it. Miss people, people, people just miss themselves to death. If you've been all in misses, God can get you from right where you are. God a home run hitter. I'm here to tell you that. He's a home run hitter. He's a put him over the wall whenever he want to all the time. And you can be a recipient of some of these home runs. He'll put the bat in your hand, but you got to swing. Now listen to me. You got to stop feeling sorry for yourself. You got to stop holding yourself down with beating yourself up. I was listening to Joyce Myers on TV the other day. And she said that she was talking to God and she said that she had kept asking God to forgive her over and over one of her prayers, Lord, forgive me and for something she had done. And she was telling it to somebody. As I remember the story, she was telling, she said she was telling it to somebody, a minister or something. And the minister said, hey, hey, hey. He heard you the first time. See, a lot of us, we keep ourselves down and back. Because we keep beating ourselves up for the mistakes we done made. But God is in the forgiving business all day long. He forgives you time and time again. He won't hold you down about it if you don't hold yourself down about it. But I'm going to tell you one more time, the devil is busy. So what the devil do is he make you think you ain't worthy. He make you think that you've done something so despicable that you can't come back from it. He makes you feel like you so low you can't go up high. He knock you down and make you feel like you've been knocked down harder than anybody else. You can't get up. He roll you so deep down in that ditch, you can't see over the edge. God can come get you from no matter where you are. I know a lady. I know a lady personally. The doctors told her, you got 60 days tops. A year and a half later, she was still here. I'm telling you, man. You, you ain't in no hole too deep for God. Magic Johnson to tell you that. Listen to me. You ain't in no hole too deep for God. Steve Harvey can tell you that. You ain't in a hole too deep for God. Tyler Perry can tell you that. I can name you some people. Bishop Jake can tell you that. I can tell you. Kenneth Ulmer can tell you that. Bishop Kenneth Ulmer. I can tell you some people. Kirk Franklin can tell you that. Donnie McClurkin can tell you that. I just know some people personally, man, that done been in a hole. I, Joel Osteen can tell you about it. I know some people, man, been down, been in a hole so deep. I bet you Paula Dean can tell you about it. See, and, but, but you know what, then here we go. See, we, see, see, you know, see, we don't, we don't like to talk about that because now we want everybody to pay extra hard for some mistakes they made. When clearly, and excuse me for being a new Christian, but there is a prayer that I've been saying since I was a little bitty boy, and it took me till I was a grown man to understand it. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So see, it ain't my job to hold nobody down, to keep my knee on somebody's neck. Who am I? I'm going to need some forgiveness in a second here, probably today. See, so all this, you holding people down with the way you feel about them and she shouldn't have said this and she'll never get, I'll never support this again. Man, get up. Get up and get real. You for real? You think you ain't finna need forgiveness real soon? You ain't finna make a diabolical mistake in your life? You don't think you are? I have thousands of them. Probably gonna make a few hundred more before I get up out of here. So I've decided to be in the forgiving business. 
because I want God to forgive my trespasses as I forgive those who trespass against me. You understand? See, excuse me for being a new Christian. I'm, I'm, I, get, I get tired of talking to, 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 uh, uh, to people, man, supposed to be saved and talking about their Christian. I don't want that type of religion, man. I ain't in that no more. I ain't in that. You can call me wrong if you want to. Say it how you want to say it. I ain't in that no more. I ain't in all that. You can feel how you want to feel about me. But I got proof that God work in my life. You know, I, I can't hardly get it out sometimes when people ask me something about deep on the inside of me about my soul and how I used to be and, and my journey and my trip. Because people don't know the trip I've been on. Well, you may have been on one worse than me. But you know what? You ain't in a hole too deep God can't get you out of. Man, I, wish, I, want, I want people to remember that, man. God is a redeemer. He the great I am. So if you ain't got nothing now, what you asking for? You know, you might not have nothing because you ain't asking for nothing. Quit asking God to get you out of debt and ask God for a life of abundance. Then you take the money and you get out of debt. You keep asking to get out of debt. You keep being in debt to get out of. Come on, man. What you asking God for? I'm just tripping today. That's all. I'm sorry. I apologize. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. People get ready. There's a train coming you don't need no ticket you just get on board ladies and gentlemen the train is here shirley strawberry hey good morning to you how you doing steve colorful red good morning and junior morning with nephew tommy in the building and Uncle Steve. What's happening, Steve? Yay, yay. I'm ready. <laughs> ready Sweet, for what? Heart. Whatever. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, whatever. sir. Whatever you want. <laughs> Have you ever been that's a <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's what I ought to do. I'm going to do uh, <laughs> yeah. hard singing uh, Christmas carols. Uh, Roscoe does the Christmas carols. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do a few uh, Christmas carols. Jingle bells. Okay. Better we do it, won't you? We don't have a, I hear Jingle bells. We don't have a 34 break. Yeah, you better do it while Jay ain't here. That's what you better do. Come on. Dashing <laughs> through the snow <laughs> on a one horse. Oh, Bursley. This is going to take a long time. Yeah. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one horse, oh, Bursley. Take your time now. Oh, Jingle Bell. Jingle. <laughs> oh, Jingle Bell. Jingle. Oh, Jingle. <laughs> Jingle all the way. Yes, yes. Okay. And oh, what fun it is to ride in the one horse open sleigh. Yeah. Uh huh. Hey, hey. Hey, yeah. How, How about joy to the world? I got joy. I got. I got. To the world. It's about him. Oh, joy. To all the boys and girls. 
No, he working. Joy. Dang it! Take your time. This is his version. Yeah. To the world. Oh joy. All the boys and girls. Dig the hog with barrels of folly. Follow la 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 la. Tis the season to be jolly. Follow la 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 la. Now we reach our gay apparel. La da 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 da. Okay, man. Yeah. Man, we, that we, was we, good. We, right? Yeah. Good hard Christmas. Well, you yeah. Back off. Can you do Silent Night for when we come back? The Boy, temptation. As hard as and, and Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> yeah. I need that yeah. too. Yeah. And let it and snow. Rudolph. Yeah. And Rudolph. All right. Um, Rudolph <laughs> all right. We're coming back with uh, <laughs> Steve sings Christmas carols hard. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> At thirty-two after. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We are back. Steve singing Christmas carols. We're all in the Christmas spirit. Yeah. Steve is singing yeah. them, but his yeah. way. And and you know he sings hard. 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 And we had a request Lounge for- singing Christmas yeah. carols. I think we had a request yeah. for Silent Night, Steve. Silent <laughs> Night. Isn't that a soft song? Holy night. Ooh, you singing hard on the mic. All is calm. <laughs> you messing the mic. Everything is bright. <laughs> round, round your bed. <laughs> in your mama. Uh-uh. Your mama and your child. <laughs> Holy so tender, uh-huh. tender and mild, <laughs> silent <laughs> night, <Stupid>. holy <laughs> night. <laughs> Break it down. Oh, he can't go all the way down. It bright. Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. Okay, which one? What version you want? There's dancer and prancer and comet and cupid. There's Donna uh-huh. and Blitzen. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> and Vixen. Whoa. But oh. Thing, boy. Oh. If you weren't in the Christmas The party. most famous. <laughs> that damn famous. Come on. That damn famous reindeer of. Oh, 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 Rudolph. Hey, man. no reindeer. Thank Come on, Steve. boy. Had a very shy nose. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> and if you ever saw him. Come on. Sing hard. You would even sing. Oh, <laughs> Now. You would even what? <laughs> Settle. Settle. All of the, 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 the ring. One more time with that one. All of the, 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 the ring. Yeah. Used to laugh 
and call him names. Uh-huh. They never let Paul Rudy, Rudy. play in Yitty Reindeer Game. Boy, you better Boy. sing, Steve. Boy. Uh. Then. Then one foggy <laughs> Christmas Eve, uh-huh. Santa came to say, Hey, Rudolph, <laughs> with your damn nose so bright, why don't you bring your little ass on over here and got this sleigh tonight? <laughs> that was the jam. Thank you so much for letting me do it. That was good, Rob. Yeah. Wow. How about um, the quintessential <laughs> Christmas song, uh, This Christmas, Donny Hathaway? Hey, gone, mistletoe, I'm gone to get to know you better. Yeah. Come on, man. This year Christmas, and as we trim the tree, you rise is where I wanna be. This year, this Christmas, fire side is blazing bright. Yes, it is. Come on. And we're caroling. I don't believe you heard me. I said we're caroling. Come on, boy. Caroling. <laughs> I said we caroling. Oh, work it then. Through the night. <laughs> and this Christmas. <laughs> what? You best believe it. I said this Christmas. Not next one. <laughs> I'm talking about this damn Christmas right here. Yes. December 25th. <laughs> <laughs> What's, what's the song? Uh, well, the weather outside is bright. What's that? Let us know. Let us know. Let us yeah. know. You want to hear boys to oh. men version? It don't matter. No, it ain't gonna be the same. I just want. I just want. Let it snow. You got the boys. Oh, you got the boys to men uh-huh. version. Let it snow. <laughs> How about uh, Santa Claus is coming to town? That's the one. Yeah. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah. You supposed to lie. Santa Claus is coming to. You better not pout. You better not pout. Woo! You better not cry. You better watch out. I'm telling you why. Mm. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. One more time. Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, yeah. Santa Claus is coming to town. Come on, Santa. Santa Claus is coming to town. When he coming, Santa Claus is coming to town. What he doing? Santa Claus is coming to town. Is he late? Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming. Come on. Come hurry, on in here. Hurry, hurry. He's coming <laughs> to time. <laughs>
Very close. Prank phone call with the nephew coming yes, up right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour and entertainment news, people are still buzzing. They're kind of upset about this. Cardi B and Offset split up. That's crazy. Yeah, they're done. They're married, too, right? And they have a baby, mm-hmm. little baby culture. Well, right mm-hmm. now, though, the nephew is here to run that prank back. What do you have for us today, Neff, King of Pranks? Bring my breast back. Whoa. Yeah. Say it hard, Steve. Yeah, say like, yeah. I'm sorry. Bring my breast back. It's a hard day. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Bring my breast back. Here it is. Ready. Hello? I'm trying to reach Oliver. Yeah, this him. Hey, uh, you married, you, 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 you engaged in Madison, right? Uh, yes, I am. There's a problem with it or something? What, what's up? No, 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 no. I'm, my name is Ricky, man. Have you heard about uh, her last person that she was engaged to? Well, she kind of spoke briefly about you. Okay, but you know what, man? First of all, let me just say this. Congratulations, okay? Let me, let me be the first to say that. Congratulations for uh, y'all getting engaged, and I hope it worked with y'all. Okay. Okay. Here, here's why I call. Uh... We got a we got a situation at hand that we kind of need to clear up between you and I. So, okay, uh, what is it? Me and me and you got a little conversation we need to have about property. Well, we talking about property. What property? The property we live in. What are you talking about? This is my property. Okay, no, I'm not talking about your house or nothing like that. Oh, okay. I got some property over there that belong to me, and and I'm trying to figure out how we can rectify the problem. Well, I'm quite sure if it's something I can pack up or whatever, you can come get it. I have no problem. What do you have over here in my house that's yours? Okay, the actual the actual breast that she had belonged to me. The the the, the breast. Her you, breast. I bought her some breast implants. Man, I ain't know nothing about no breast implants. Okay, you might not know nothing about it, but the bottom line is, I spent ten thousand dollars on some breast implants, and I want my property back, <laughs> buddy, man. <laughs> No, man, you're not getting back. What are you talking about, pressing for? I ain't know hey, nothing hey, about that, man. Hey, man, I understand you're not back. knowing about it, but I'm calling you like a man explaining it to you, and I'm trying to let you know. You, you know, I, I bought her some breast implants. Now, that's my property. Now, just like just like when it don't work out with with uh, 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 an engagement don't work out, you want your ring back. Well, I want my breast back. Oh, no, man. <laughs> if you had gave her a ring, you can get that back, but that's just some Man, what do you, I mean... <laughs> Come on, man. You ain't get back. Hey, man, I'm getting them back. Oh, I'm going to be over there every other week being happy with, with what I done bought. No, no, that ain't that ain't what's going to happen. No, no, little brother, that ain't going to happen there. I don't know what you're calling for. About dollars $10,000, the breast implants, you ain't getting You come over here if you want to. When you with somebody, when you lose them, you lose every damn thing you paid for. So if you bought us some your damn should have bought the when you got married. You know what I'm saying? You should have waited then bought the damn them mine. I'm going to be over here. That's what I'm going to do with your breast implants. So your money was well spent. You ain't get back. Move on in your life. Hey, man, you don't tell me when and when when I'm supposed to buy something. I buy something when I feel like it. But the bottom line is them, them breasts belong to me. Now, no, we're going to work. No. We're gonna, somebody going to pay me $10,000 one way or the other. Oh, no, no. You ain't getting nothing back here, man. You got to move on with your life, man. When y'all broke up, y'all wasn't together no more than left with her. She walked away with him, man. That's it. That's over. I'm sorry. Hey, man, l- l- hey, let me say something to you, man. I'm coming over there. I'm coming over there and have a conversation with Madison about this, because that's who I evidently I need to talk to. No, you're not talking to nobody over here. You're talking to me like you say, man to man. I'm letting you know, man, you're lost. You're lost, man. You don't get nothing. I ain't even get my number. You get my Let me get your number so I can call you back when she on her way home. My number on the breath. 
That number on the breakfast. $10,000. That's your number. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to check it. I'm going to show check it. I'm going to look at it every day because you ain't getting nothing back, brother. Them mind. You lost, man. It's over. Let me ask you this, man. Have you even bought the ring from Madison yet? Yeah, I bought the ring. That's what you do when you get engaged. I paid. The ring is bought, brother. Why are you worried about I'm a, my I'm ring? How much ring cost? <clears throat> about eight nine thousand dollars. That's a nice ring. See that? See that? The breast costs more than the damn ring. You're a cheap little man. Man, f- you, man. I mean, I didn't bought the ring. You talking about? Look, dude, she gone. Them breasts ain't yours no more, man. You don't get f- back here. If it was a ring, a pair of shoes, or something, I give you that back. So what now? What now? Hey, man, all I'm going to say is this here. I'm going to come over there and have a conversation with Madison about my breath, because the breath belongs to me. You're not coming over here and getting nothing. She ain't even here, but you can bring your over here. You come over here with your chest pushed out, I'm going to push it back in for your brother. Them gone. I got two breasts over there. Each of them is $5,000, and I want both of them. Man, look, you ain't getting Who the is you? You call every ex-girlfriend you break up with wanting back? I call the ones that I done bought breasts for. Thank you. That's a good damn wedding gift, I guess. Hey, don't, hey, man, don't, don't, you, don't, don't. Let me tell you something. Don't you touch my damn breast. You hear me? Man, look here, man. I don't know who the hell, man. I, how you can get on my line, man? What? Who is this? I'm the person that owned the breast. Do you know who this man, is? you don't own nothing over here, man. You didn't took a loss on there, brother. You didn't took a straight loss on there, man. You got me up, partner. Who the is this, man? You lost your mind calling my phone. I'm going to tell you right now who this is, partner. Yeah, well, who is this? This is Nephew Tommy, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girl Madison got me to prank phone call you. Oh, man, you boy, you ain't <laughs> That's cold, boy you, boy, you cold, man. Ain't somebody, but tell me this is it. They real, are they? How the hell I know? I don't, you're supposed to know what you married. I don't know if they, why are you asking me if they real? I don't know, I'm still, but you know what you bought some Man, <laughs> you, know, you still got me messed up. <laughs> Real off fake, you sound like you have <laughs> Well, y'all come, man. Y'all, y'all need to stop that, man. But I listen to you. And last people, you got to laugh my stuff. I never thought I'd get got. <laughs> hey, Oliver, what's the baddest radio show, man? Steve Harvey Money Show. That's the truth. You got me good, man. You got me good. Man. How was that? You never gonna get that. How was that? I'm just saying, how was that? You're done. You push your boy yeah. buttons on, on, on the prank. He was okay. going off. Bring my press back. That's Play all I'm much. saying. Hey, uh, this Saturday night, I'm in uh, Detroit, Michigan. That's December 8th, Saturday night at the Fox Theater, and we got a star-studded crew. Rodman, Dominique John, Pops Witherspoon, Lavelle Crawford, and Earthquake, and hosted by yours truly, Boy, you Detroit. Know that show yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, I got to be prepared. But it is an all-star comedy film, and everybody funny, so... I'm excited. You're going to have fun. We're going to have yeah. fun. You're going to laugh if nothing else. Yeah. Come on, cool, Junior. Tommy. There it is. Huh? <laughs> what, not great? <laughs> oh, you think that's something? I'm going to be great sad tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm playing? <laughs> like a stupidity. Come around once a year. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Come on, boy. Man, that's, that's the nephew right there. He got to ask you a question first. Huh? Hell yeah. What, what, wasn't it great? Who don't want their yeah. breath back? Because you got to lift it. You yeah. got to lift him up. You know how this started, Tommy, uh, when you were on vacation. Oh, okay. <laughs> and yeah. Junior just did you. I had to start oh, doing We didn't even miss you because he did you so oh, well. God. I got it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and what does that mean? I don't I don't know. Yeah. I just know that's, that's what love, Shirley. That's love. That's, that's that love means. you get yourself. I need a t-shirt, <laughs> Tommy, saying hi. <laughs> <laughs>
pants, dog. That'd be a good shirt for you. But I like when Junior says, huh? 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 It's the same, huh? Huh? <laughs> y'all, ain't, y'all ain't want y'all breasts back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Ain't I great? Huh? <laughs> ain't nobody fooling at me. Come on now. I don't hear y'all. Nobody. <laughs> Greatest I've ever seen. <laughs> All right. Coming up at the top of the hour. Thank you, guys. Entertainment news. Cardi B and Offset Splitsville. We'll what? talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, it's all over social media. Uh, Cardi B revealed that she is divorcing Offset, although she did say it may take a while. She posted to Instagram a video announcement while topless. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but she did make the announcement when she didn't have a top on yet. Uh, Cardi says, uh, we didn't see anything. Wait a minute now. Yeah. But we knew she was topless. Mm. Cardi said uh, they're better friends and business partners than lovers. Take a listen. So everybody been um, bugging me and everything. And, you know, I've been trying to work things out with my baby father for a hot minute now. And we're really good friends. And, you know, we're really good business partners. And, you know, he's always somebody that I run to, to talk to. And we got a lot of love for each other. But... Things just haven't been working out between us for a long time. And it's nobody's fault. It's just like, I guess we grew out of love. But we're not together anymore. I don't know. It might take time to get a divorce. And I'm going to always have a lot of love for him because he is my daughter's father. And yeah. Oh, a little what? baby culture. Everybody don't have that kind of love afterwards. That's good. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Rumor Mill is... Working overtime, it is, um, in the wake of their breakup. Offset wrote... I hate to hear that. Um, yeah, you, you were rooting you for them to yeah. try mm-hmm. to make it. Yeah, you yeah. always you want... You, root, you always root for love, for love. and for exactly. couples. Yeah, you yes. do. It was the yeah. ad-libs. That was making them up. Steve? Huh? It them ad-libs. Huh? Oh. <laughs> you want to comment on this? No, I mean, you know, I, I like Cardi B and Offset. Yeah. I was yeah. really yeah. pulling for them, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, whatever wrong, they ain't going to get a chance to heal, because... The, the public eye. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of what Offset said. He wrote that uh, y'all won. Uh, it has some thinking that he's blaming fans or the media for driving a wedge between he and Cardi B, yeah. uh, while others are saying that Offset got caught cheating via text, wanting a menage a trois without Cardi B. Well, so. well, no. mm. Uh, that'll do it. That's a rumor. <laughs> yeah. We don't know that. Yeah, two yeah. weeks after she had the baby, yeah, so. We don't know. He, yeah. wanted a mon- he wanted a menage a trois then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without her, so mm-hmm. two yeah. other women, yeah. obviously. He, did, he needed to wait on her? Is that what? It's never a right time. Uh, oh, no, no. I'm just going to say that because you're married. Yeah. yeah, so won't you shut yeah. up? Yeah. With, with a show. Yeah. 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 What? Yeah. <laughs> like that has something yeah. to do with the timing. Of right. It. Oh, yeah. He's, he, you know what? He know better. Yeah. He know yeah. better. Why would you think you could? Uh, that's so. You know what? Who are you? <laughs> Y'all don't think it could have been the ad libs broke him up? Huh? You the ad libs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Telephone rang all the time. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Could have been. I, yeah. They just had a baby and mm. stuff. So. Took him. She says the divorce may take a while, though. I, I don't know what that means exactly, but... They I mean, both got you, you money, know. don't they? Yeah, but she's way more famous now than he is. Yeah. You know that. Yeah, way more famous. Uh, uh. She's known all over the world. 
Cardi B. Migos are rock stars, though. They rock stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah they are. They it's are. It's just it sad for them, you know. It, it really yeah. is sad. I, I hate to hear stuff like that. Yeah. <sighs> All right, Steve. Um, moving on. You know, a lot th- a lot of things are going on in the news, so it's time for today's headlines, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody, and uh, good morning. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Well, you know, yesterday was all over television and all that. Our 41st president, George Herbert Walker Bush, was given a state funeral in Washington's National Cathedral, where dignitaries from around the world join all five living presidents, including President Trump, in paying their final respects. The eulogy was given by former President George W. Bush, who described his dad as a great and noble man who taught him a lot. He showed me what it means to be a president who serves with integrity, leads with courage, and acts with love in his heart for the citizens of our country. George H.W. Bush was a diplomat of unmatched skill, a commander-in-chief of formidable accomplishment, and a gentleman who executed the duties of his office with dignity and honor. And George W. said his father was the best that a son or daughter could have. A private memorial service being held today in Texas at the Elder Bush's Presidential Library. That's in College Station, Texas. He's going to be buried there next to his wife, Barbara, and their daughter, Robin, who died at a very young age of leukemia. Wisconsin's incoming Democratic governor is accusing that state's Republican-dominated legislature of, of playing fast and loose with the law and trying to override the will of the people. The voters passed, uh, the, the, the voters specifically, they said that uh, they passed legislation now designed to dilute his power and the power of the new attorney general, who's also a Democrat. Governor-elect Tony Evers blames a handful of people whom he says desperately want to cling to power. GOP lawmakers held their votes in the very early morning hours yesterday when most people were asleep, making changes that weakened the incoming Democratic governor's ability to make rules and even enact laws. And GOP Assembly Speaker Robin Voss explained those moves this way. The situation that we are sitting in right now, if we do not pass these proposals, is that we are going to have a very liberal governor who is going to enact policies that are in direct contrast to what many of us believe in. Well, outgoing Republican Governor Scott Walker has 10 days to sign those bills into law. Meanwhile, something similar going on in Michigan with the lame duck Republican governor and attorney general there. Lawmakers work feverishly in Michigan to pass bills that would delay a minimum wage hike and also scale back paid leave requirements, something that was supported by the outgoing GOP conservative government, despite critics who said it was unconstitutional legislation pushed through as residents made their displeasure known to them outside the statehouse chanting, we voted blue and not for you. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is facing indictment in now a third corruption and bribery case. Israeli police say they got enough evidence uh, to charge Netanyahu as well as his wife with bribing a telecom giant in the Jewish state in exchange for positive coverage of his administration on its news website. Netanyahu calls the accusations a witch hunt. He says they're orchestrated by the Israeli media and insists he's innocent. He also says they're political and stuff. Ohio has become the first state, by the way, to allow you to pay your taxes with Bitcoin. Get with that. I don't know. And finally, today is National Microwave Day. With the push of a button, you can give your food heat. Put it in the pop to ping. Apparently, they call it a pop to ping in certain parts of the world. That's right, a microwave. This has been Andrew for the news. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, yesterday, Steve, you told us about one of your favorite Christmas memories about collecting pop bottles in your brand spanking new red radio flyer wagon. That was a way for you to make money, right? Yeah. Well, Forbes has come out with this year's list of the top 10 
highest ranking YouTube stars. Now this list includes the biggest earners by taking into account their video advertising profits, merchandising deals, and other revenue sources, and everyone on it uh, is on the younger side, okay? But the number one spot goes to a, get this, seven-year-old boy. Seven-year-old kid. The toy yes, the toy yeah. review. Yeah, yes, watched- haven't you seen him yet? Oh, you've watched mm-hmm. him? Yeah. yeah. He's just a little kid. His name, he's a vlogger. His name is Ryan. He uh, reviews cool playthings under the name of Ryan Toy Reviews. And uh, he's like most other kids his age because he he loves, I'm going to tell you, he loves Legos and trains, but he also has 17 million followers. Okay, no, 17 million. And he is a he he had a good haul last year. He raked in eleven million dollars. Wow! But this year he doubled that. He he made twenty two million this year. How old is he? He's seven. I'm not going to school. <laughs> Steve Harvey. I'm not supposed to go to school. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Is that He's your son? Seven. What I'm going to school for? <laughs> Man, I done made it already. Yeah. What am I going to school for? Y'all went to school and I'm doing better than y'all, mama, daddy. <laughs> yeah. We damn sure ain't going to school. School is out. <laughs> you making twenty two million right here? You finna go? You finna go open up some old damn toys? Is what you? That's, yeah. That's seven years old. That's first grade. That's what. Uh-huh. That's what Jordan. Is. That's first grade. Uh huh. Seven yeah. years old. Ain't nobody been doing you know that more grade. Once you making twenty two million, you know enough for me. <laughs> He's seven, Steve. Yep, know all he Can he count know. that? <laughs> Twenty-two wow. million. Yeah, at seven years old. Seven years old. You can old. sit wow. over there with your ass. Don't even be potty trained for all that. <laughs> just go right there. Yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna let him use the bathroom right, right there. there. The boy really? making twenty-two million. Just clean it up so we can keep this boy happy. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, talk about doing something you love—a kid reviewing toys. That's got to be heaven. And you're making money out of Come on. That's some smart parents, though. Yeah, that's, that's some you got to give credit to, to get that parents. on My mom and daddy will You should told. do the caviar review. No, that ain't going to work. Ain't no kids <laughs> finna watch me. He got 17 million kids. <laughs> He's just talking about people. He didn't mean kids. Black people hmm. not going to tune in to caviar. They're not going <laughs> to do that. That's not. I'm, well, you got to get all races and nephews. I can get all races, but I'm just saying I want my people to follow me. And they're not going to follow me with no caviar. Now, yeah, I they can, can care less. Uh, yeah. That's a <laughs> oh, All right, coming up at 34 after the hour, we're going to talk about the awkward moments. Well, did you guys see this? Between President Trump and his predecessors at uh, former President George H.W. Bush's state funeral. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Former President George W. Bush was brought to tears as he eulogized his late father, former President George H.W. Bush. Um... George W. delivered an incredibly emotional tribute to his dad, which ended with him getting emotional. Take a listen to this. A gentleman who executed the duties of his office with dignity and honor. So through our tears, let us know the blessings of knowing and loving you, a great and noble man, the best father a son or daughter could have. And in our grief, let us smile knowing that Dad is hugging Robin and holding Mom's hand again. Beautiful. Wow, he made everybody cry with yeah, that I one. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, I did too. I watched it. I watched it too. Oh, it was yeah. quite moving. Quite moving. Woo. Yeah. And it was some, <laughs> like you say, uh, some awkward moments when uh, President Trump... No, every time uh, they put the camera on him is awkward. Yeah, when he came in and shook uh, President Obama and First Lady Michelle's hand... 
they were sitting right next to him because they were sitting in the front row. And, and it, then Clinton was on the, on the, yeah, on the other side Yeah, and then President Clinton and uh, Hillary Clinton were sitting next to them. <laughs> Hillary was looking straight ahead as if Man. she didn't even know President Trump was in the room, Steve. <laughs> who, she who looked didn't? so crazy at <laughs> Hillary, Hillary. No. Hillary Clinton, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Bill Clinton looked over there, but he didn't extend his hand, and Trump didn't either, and he just <laughs> sat down, and it, it was a pretty awkward moment. You know what we missed? What? We missed the whispering. Mm, look at that. <laughs> look, look, look. <laughs> yes, yes. So they were on camera. Yeah. 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 That's that grit awkward. your teeth yeah. and talk. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That was that. Yeah. He and the me memes and social media went to town. Yeah. You know the hell he ain't from his own. I don't really know. I don't really know how I'm going to do the handshake. <laughs> Have you done talked about me and everything? They were class yeah. acts, yeah. though. They were, they were mm. class acts. They all were. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They really were. All of them. Yeah, uh, First going. Lady Michelle Obama shook uh, President Trump's hand, and you know, she said recently she would never forgive would him never after f- the birther movement. Remember yeah, she said yeah, that? she oh, said yeah. she would never forgive him. And then yeah. he and Hillary, that was the first time they had seen each other, what, since the election? Yeah, in the same building. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quite awkward. A lot uh, of sanitizer, though. Right after that. And you Jimmy know Carter that, was on the end hoping anybody said something to him. Just anybody. He was holding talk. strong, though. He was, man. He, down there. he better not say nothing to me. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy wasn't playing. And uh, by the same token, then when uh, President George W. Bush walked in, he shook everybody's hand. <laughs> Gave Michelle Obama a piece of candy. That's their little thing. You know, he went in his pocket and handed her a piece of candy. <laughs> yeah, as he shook her hand. <laughs> right, Steve. Wait, what, Steve? What? <laughs> I was if I was if I was Barack Obama man. I'm former Mr. President. Don Don Trump said I see your ass outside. <laughs> yeah. You gotta grit your teeth now. You gotta grit your teeth. I'm, I'm, talking, your I'm teeth, talking, yeah. I know how to talk with my mouth hanging open. <laughs> see your ass outside. <laughs> so you don't even know what I said. See I can do that without my lips touching. <laughs> see right, your ass outside. <laughs> It was some tense moments. Yeah, but all in all, such a classy funeral, such you know, filled Mm -hmm. with just grace and elegance, and and such kind words spoken about the former president. You know how much of a gentleman and a fighter and a leader. I was rock out of lean over at him on the set. Man, what is your ass here for? (laughs) Well, he was invited, Steve. (laughs) Why did you come? (laughs) You know, it's just a a formality. You could have stayed. Yeah, because they said George uh, George H. W. respected the office of the presidency. You know, nobody in here don't like. (laughs) No one. (laughs) That's what y'all would have been whispering. What? Thanks. I'd have been right there. Mm -hmm. You know what? I can't stand you. <laughs> no, I, I had to tell him that though. Yeah. But see him outside though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's too saying. <laughs> but we've all done that before. But I just tell him though. What? Hey man, I'm gonna just be real with you. When it's all over, <laughs> Meet me get outside. your head on the swivel because I'm gonna run up on your ass as soon as I get to Catch chance. me outside. All right. <laughs> I'm going to run up on your ass when this is all over. Yeah. But you know what? This happens a lot, though. It's always somebody come to the funeral that ain't yeah. supposed to be there. And we've all done oh, this. Yeah. We've oh, all been through this. Yeah. Up oh, next, yeah. it is a nephew with a prank phone call. Coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter subject. The minister wants more than my tithes. 
All right now. Mm-hmm. Let him mm-hmm. use you now. Mm-hmm. Let him use you. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but right now, the nephew is here. The king of pranks is here with today's prank phone call. What you got now? Give me my change for the hundred. Oh. Give me my change for the hundred. Aggressive. I'm talking to this stripper. That's what I'm talking yeah, to. Yeah, but you're looking at me, though. I'm you, like, ain't, you ain't the stripper. <laughs> no, I'm not. In this call. <laughs> what? Okay. Give me my wow. change for the hundred. Now, you know, you know if you're stripping, ain't nobody gave you no hundred. <laughs> what? What? They give them you're cheap. No, they make it rain. Yeah. Not, not, where I, where I, not where I go. You're just cheap. Wow. <laughs> what? Loser. Yeah. <laughs> You don't make it wow. rain. You make it drizzle. You make it sh- <laughs> yeah. shower, yeah. sprinkle, you just make it cloud. Sprinkle. <laughs> and if you give me some coins, I'll make it hail. Up in here. Let's run it. Let's run it. So cheap. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach Regina, please. Mm-hmm. Speaking. Hello. Yeah, speaking. This is Regina. Okay. Hey. Uh, you did a uh, a bachelor party for me and my boys like about two weeks ago. Okay. Sean. Uh, Sean. You remember Sean? Yes, uh, yes. Okay. Now, listen, when you, um, you was doing a lot of lap dances at night. You remember that? Yes. So, how did you get my number? How, how can I help you? You need a party done? I mean, what what do you need? Okay. Well, no, no. It ain't nothing like that. I'm saying, you know, you did a lot of lap dances. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. Well, listen, you know, uh, that night I was at the party, you did some lap dances for me, but... Okay. What I wanted to tell you was that the lap dances you had did was, the lap dances was $10, am I right? Right. You would be correct, yes. Okay. They were $10. The lap dances was $10, but I accidentally, I thought I gave you a $10 bill when I really gave you $100. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I need, actually, what I, the reason why I called you was I'm trying to, I'm trying to get that, you know, I'm trying to get that $90 back. Uh, wait a minute. Let me ask you something. First of all, how did you get my number? Well, the dude that, um... Who was dude? Who was dude? That threw the bat... You know, the guy that hooked y'all up as far as doing the bachelor... Uh, Billy. Billy the one that got y'all to come and do the bachelorette party. Okay. But what I'm trying to, you know, tell you is, is that I got the number from him. Okay. Okay. And he told me that I could call you and try to just talk to you about it. Okay. And, and you want me to give see, you see, I gave ninety dollars? I had tipped you. I was I was really finna pay you ten dollars, but it was a hundred dollar bill. So what, the reason what I'm saying to you is that I want to get the other ninety dollars back. I'm not giving you no damn ninety dollars. Excuse me. I'm not giving you your damn ninety dollars. Hell, when hold you on, gave me the hundred dollars. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, you, hold on. I don't even think you understand. I wasn't trying to give you all that money at one time. I need to get that money back from you. I don't I think you to understand. Give you Ten dollars. That's it. The other ninety dollars belong to me. I ain't get my change back from you. I'm not giving you no change back. That ninety dollars was a damn tip. I'm not giving you back. Don't nobody be giving you no damn hundred dollars at one time. What's wrong with you? I'm not giving you no damn ninety dollars back. Yeah, you should watch what you was doing. Cause you should. You're gonna give me my ninety dollars. Look, I done already told you. I wasn't even trying to give you this money. I was trying to give you. I was trying to give you ten dollars. That's what I was trying to give you. I'm not giving you a damn thing back. You're not getting nothing. Hell, you should be at home with your wife and your kids. Hey, lady, listen. You don't.
don't even understand what what's going on right here. Lady, my you should have been there. I wasn't trying to. When nobody's trying to give you no money, this is a misunderstanding. I need to get dollars back. Now look, I'm already saying I was given ten, but none of that belonged to me. I'm not giving you no damn man. How you lost your mind? You calling me, waking me up, talking about giving you ninety dollars? I'm not giving you that. How you lost your mind? I'm gonna give you a tip. But I ain't giving you no $90 tip. You did. You got no $100. I was giving you a $10. Look, hey, lady, look. I'm not going to sit here and go at it, go at it with, with you all this. Look, I want to get my $90 back from you. No. First of all, if you call me late one more time, I'm going to come find you and kick your ass. Second of all, I'm not giving you no damn $90 back. Thanks for the tip. You should have been there in the first place, like I said. Keep your at home next time. Hey, lady, on the real, I ain't trying to go back and forth with you. I, I was, I'm saying is it's been a mistake. I wasn't trying to give you no hundred dollars. Alright, so I when I give you a hundred dollar bill, that was a mistake. I just want my money back. Ain't nobody tripping with you. Give me my money back. I'm not giving you a damn thing back. I'm not giving you back. That's your problem. You need to go home and tell your wife what you did with the extra nine dollars. So you I'm not trying to get your what? I told you I want my ninety dollars back. I'm not giving you a Of them all. How great is he, Uncle? The greatest of all times. 
The goat. The goat, yeah. Ah. Let me push this date. December 31st, Houston, Texas, baby. D.L. Hughley, Cedric the Entertainer, Arnez J., and the one and only Nephew Tommy. Oh, I thought you were going to uh, say Steve No, Harvey. ain't no saying no damn Steve Harvey. I thought I said, you were going to say I said, said D.L. and said. Yeah, I well, really thought I'm you were going to say that. I'm going to say Uncle Daniel and Nephew. He'd have to get all the rest of them damn people off that show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the Steve slot now. Oh, good. You understand what I'm saying? That's Houston, Texas, baby. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't ever. Don't ever say that. They really Because you working with two kings. Now you talking about you and that, that. You you can't. That ain't your slot. That's my slot. That ain't, that ain't your slot. Okay, we got to go, guys. I'm in my uncle's slot. Little, little man, that ain't your oh, slot. Oh, little man now. Did you finish? I finished. All right, thank you, nephew. <laughs> uh, up next, it is today's Strawberry Letter subject. The minister wants more than my tithes. Mm. All right. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for today's Strawberry Letter, guys. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, please, please, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter just like we're going to read this one right now, Nephew. <laughs> Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, the minister wants more than my Todd's. All right, dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 29-year-old single female, and my dad is a well-known pastor. I moved back home after college, and I've been a big part of the church family since then. I help out with the youth ministry, and I get along well with the youth minister. He is five years older than me, and he's married. The youth minister and I always had great faith-based talks, and I looked up to him as a spiritual mentor until recently. Two weeks ago after service, he was walking me to my car and he said, we need to talk about sex and salvation. And I was like, say what? I reminded him that I was abstinent and did not want to talk about sex at all. He said he needed to confide in me because he is a natural born freak and he's ready to leave his wife because she can no longer satisfy his sexual needs. Then he said there is nothing wrong with having sex before marriage, that God created sex for men and women to use, not abuse. He told me that every man in the church talks about how I am a brick house, and it's a shame that I won't let anyone show me how to use this gift to my advantage. He said being sexually active is a natural thing. If experienced with the right person, he said that he could show me all of this mess he, that he said goes against everything that I've been taught. I know I may sound slow, but could he be right? And I'm saving myself for nothing? I am somewhat attracted to him, and the thought of him teaching me about my body and sex is enticing, but he's married. What do you think? Is it worth the wait, or should I go ahead and get a little experience from someone that's willing to help me? Wow. Wow, this guy is a wow. minister? Yeah. Huh? Well, uh, he should know better. He really should know better. And he's a youth minister on top of that, so he's leading our youth. 
what he's doing is tempting you. And, and I got to ask you, please don't take the bait. Uh, don't listen to him talking about how he's a natural born freak who's ready to leave his wife because she can't satisfy him sexually. What does that have to do with youth ministry? Uh, uh, and he's married on top of that. You, you, you know, this is why they say, and this is why you have to please know God for yourself and don't let anyone tell you their version or their interpretation of the truth. Uh, you can read the Bible just like he can, and he can tell you these things, but you have to read in there what it says. If you're a Christian and you want to do what it says, you're in the church. Uh, so hopefully, you know, you would want to lead by example. I mean, you know, yeah, sex is natural and all of that stuff, but we also have a thing called self-control. Now, I'm speaking to you because you're in the church and you're around the youth and all of this stuff, you know, and he should be leading the youth, not trying to mislead the youth with what he's talking about. He's trying to have sex with you and he's married okay all of that's wrong no you should not let him give you this experience and all of that he is wrong he's got a wife at home uh, if i were you i would tell my dad what he's doing and and let him know that this youth minister is trying to lead you down the wrong path as well steve i uh, i'm not going along with this total naive conversation she never said, she said she was abstinent, mm -hmm. right? She mm -hmm. never said she was a virgin. Yeah, she said she's abstinent. Yeah, so let's let's look at this letter a mm -hmm. little bit different. 29 female, fine, coming home, working in the daddy's church. Their youth uh, minister is five years old and you always had great faith-based talks. <laughs> you know, you always looked up to him as a spiritual mentor. Yeah. And then uh, he was walking you to your car, and then he said the one thing that I don't know how he put in the same sentence, but he said, let's talk about sex and salvation. Mm. Mm. <laughs> what? Let me immediately make a statement that is filled with corruption. Sex and salvation. Mm. Preach on it. Lost and found. <laughs> At the same time, Come on here now. glory is what we're talking about with sex and salvation. All right. You know, that's like saying the boogeyman ain't really that scary. Mm -mm. <laughs> Let's talk about sex with a married man. Mm. And at the same time, let's sprinkle in some salvation. Preach on it, preacher. I would venture to say. Come on here now. That this young man wants to bed you. Mm-hmm. Well. Wants to uh, lay down in any kind of pasture. Oh, my, 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 my. Uh, not where the Lord lead him, but where he wants to go. Yeah. Because how in the hell... Mm. Is we walk into the car, and all of a sudden the subject of sex and salvation pop up. Come, come on, on here now. I hear you now. It didn't come out of nowhere. She had been devising this, mm. planning it, mm. nurturing the moment, laying in wait, ambush. Walked you to the car. Mm, mm, mm. Walk on down there. 
said he needed to confide in you because he is, quote, unquote, a natural bone freak. Yes, Lord. Okay, now. <laughs> All right. Now. You know you said it. That's from the NBL Foundation. What's that What's that mean right there? Them is the natural born freaks yeah. of America. <laughs> I'm in there. I'm in there. Uh, he's ready to leave his wife because she can no longer satisfy mm. his sexual needs. That doesn't matter. Anybody ever wondered she might not be satisfied her damn self. Well, well, preach on it, preacher. You know, sometimes we want to say that they can't satisfy us no more Mm. when it's actually us that can't satisfy them no more. Mm. We come back, we're going to get into this thing way deeper (laughs) than you're going to want us to. (laughs) Get in there. Yeah, yeah. Say amen. Amen. Amen again. All right, part two coming up on Steve's response right after this at 823. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, Steve, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. Uh, The minister wants more than my tithe. Yes, he does. Mm. He want her. He walked her to her car. And in the same sentence Mm -hmm. said he wanted to discuss sex and salvation. Yes, let's talk about it. I want to talk about freedom and slavery. <laughs> Oxymoron. What? That you know, since we're talking about stuff that don't yeah, go, that together. go together, I, I got you. You want to talk about sex and salvation? <laughs> right. Well, ain't that about nothing? Let's you and I get into this. Get in there. He told me that he needed my attention because his wife could no longer satisfy him sexually. What was that? Sexually. (laughs) (laughs) And key word in there is wild. Yeah. (laughs) Sexually. Mm -hmm. Because he is a natural bone freak, a member of the NBL. <laughs> and he's ready to leave his wife because she can no longer satisfy herself with me. Then he went on to say, listen to this lie. There's nothing wrong with having sex before marriage. Mm-hmm. Now, you know that ain't technically right. You know that, Mr. Minister. And for you to misguide <laughs> this woman is yeah. really, yeah. you yeah. going to hell faster than you need to know about right now. And uh, said that uh, ain't nothing wrong with having sex for marriage, that God created sex for men and women to use, not abuse. Mm. He also said when you marry, to cleave only unto her and to leave all others. But yet and still, he up in your face. Leave it. He told me that every man in the church Talks about how I am a brick house. Whoa. And it's a shame that I won't let anyone show me how to use this gift to my advantage. Well, right now. He said that being sexually active is a natural thing. It just come out natural. <laughs> Sometimes you just sitting there and all of a sudden something natural happens. 
you just sitting there just feeling all natural. <laughs> Next thing you know, naturally is everywhere. Natural. Now you looking at it, now you naturally slobbing. <laughs> now you drooling, now you saying stuff. All this natural. That's hot. <laughs> Stupid. He said that he could show me all of this mess that he said goes against everything that I've been taught. He go against what he been taught yeah. too. I know I may sound slow, but could he be right? And am I saving myself for nothing? I am somewhat attracted to him and thought of him teaching me about my body and sex is enticing. But he's married. What do you think? Is it worth to wait, or should I go ahead and get a little experience from someone that's willing to help? Girl, first of all, let me help you understand something. You don't need no help. Come on, Pastor. Uh, I'll say that again. Mm-mm. You don't need no help. Deacon. Just continue <laughs> being the fine young woman that you are mm-hmm. and know that real help is on the way. Mm-hmm. See, God going to send you what you need. Amen. He's not going to let you live without it. Amen. So hold on. Stay away from this married man. That's a dangerous trap. Yeah. He's not leaving his wife. He's lying about that. He may be a natural bone freak, but you don't need to find out how freaky he is. Mm. He would put you in a no-win situation, young lady. There's nothing to gain from it for you at all. It's all a win-win from him. Tell him to kiss your behind. (laughs) Tell him to take your behind, put it in a box. Yes, and send it to him. Kiss it and don't miss a corner. Oh. Tell him that hell is awaiting him. Tell your daddy to pass it. Oh, that's that's what I said. That's what I said. Tell your daddy. That's really all I have to say about this. Well, Uh, thank you, Pastor. Pastor, do we want her to send a picture, though, to Thomas Tip 2003 at yahoo.com? We can see this brick house. Did you get any pictures in there? You've been pushing for (laughs) Do any pictures make it in Boy, do I? Tell him, Uncle. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, Jim. <laughs> it gets loaded. I, I need to know. Yeah. Because I'm finna start putting mine out there. No, I'm going to give you the code. Because I can't use it no more. I can give you the code, though. <laughs> oh, you realize you're married <laughs> Oh, I ain't stupid. Oh, okay. <laughs> the last thing I'm mean, I'm stupid. <laughs> no. That was that last statement. No, no, that's not the last thing you are. Thank you, Uncle Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to stop saying last thing I am is stupid. That's the very first thing. Ah. <laughs> 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 well, that was a good answer, Steve. Yeah, you know, that's all I need to oh, do. Lady. She looking like that. Lady, you got to be crazy. Yeah, she's 29. Come on. That walk to the car was something else, wasn't it? Yeah. Get away from me. I them. need to speak. How do you let that come out your mouth? I have the power. Trying to bring you down, we girl. We need to speak about sex and salvation. What? What? <laughs> right. Like you said, Steve, let's talk about freedom and slavery. Yeah. You know, come on. They don't yeah. go together. Stop Sex it. and salvation. Yeah. She said in the letter, it go against everything she been taught. 
That's cause it is. Yeah. yeah. Talk about cat food yeah. and dog food. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about them too. <laughs> anything, yeah. Huh? All right. You can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on uh, the strawberry letter for today. It's Steve Harvey FM. Now coming up in ten minutes from the talk, it is our girl Cheryl Underwood. She will be right here. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, it is Carla's reality update. But right now, Steve, please introduce our girl from the top. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Shirley Underwoody. All right, put two Y's on the Steve Harvest. That's right, I put an S on it too. Listen. Did y'all see the funeral? We did. Oh, yeah, yeah we, sure. saw we did. Yeah. I ain't seen Aon Hat. This ain't no real funeral. I ain't seen Aon Hat. I, I ain't seen Aon Glove. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a real funeral. They, now, they had what they had a, a black preacher. Um, they had a good choir. It was oh, good. Yes. It was good. It was very okay. loving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I thought Hillary Clinton kept it real. Yes, she did. Baby, her she, face. She, did you see it? Told it yes. <laughs> Listen, this ain't your face. pew. Get to stepping. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, right in the church. <laughs> Pretty awkward. I like the fact that the Obamas was like, in the name of Jesus, cover me, Lord. With <laughs> <Yes>. you. <laughs> <laughs> they about to set it up. The Carters tried to act like they didn't know what was going yeah, on. Yeah. They, they was like, ooh, what time is it? Uh-huh. <laughs> they, was like, they was like, I wonder who made the potato salad at the replay. <laughs> they, was like, <laughs> they was like, the Trumps was trying to act like this day, this day home church. And Man. they was like, uh-uh. Ain't <laughs> Y'all visited. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Y'all visit. You know how they look at Yeah, and then what can I just tell you something? Uh Bush 43 is mm-hmm. really growing into a great uh, uh previous president or yes, whatever you call him. He's really yeah, he fun. Did. And he's I just love it. Yeah, I don't care if they think it's a breath mint. I say it's a peppermint. That's the only thing you pass, either peppermint or butterscotch. That's the only thing you pass in church for somebody to, to uh, snack on when you doing it in church. So you I'm just glad. Butterscotch, yeah. Uh, Tom A, you better speak up for the butterscotch, baby. <laughs> Listen, especially if you don't eat breakfast and your stomach growling, you waiting for them communion crackers to come around in that wine. <laughs> You're lightheaded in a mug. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Eddie Murphy done had the 10th baby. Yeah. 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 I'm a Congratulations. And, hey, I yeah. just interviewed Mel B on oh, my show. Oh, yeah, Ooh. she is one of his children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she, sure uh, does. she spoke really, really highly of Eddie Murphy. Hmm. Yeah, she said that's her one really, true really love. Really that's yeah. yeah, that's her one, that's her one true love. That's beautiful. I want Eddie Murphy to make some more music. You know, because I like if I was a king and a uh, party all the time was a My cut. My girl Eddie likes to party. One, two, party yeah. all the time. Party. That was a cut, Junior. That was that was a cut right Everybody there. Like While we no, talk no, about no. comics, Steve. Me was hot. You better stop it, Steve Harvey. You <laughs> <laughs> almost made me drop my microphone. Stop playing, Steve Harvey. <laughs> While we talking about comedians, congratulations to Kevin Hart. Yeah, Going to host the Academy yeah. Awards. Yeah. That's big, Cheryl. Yeah. That's big. That, awesome. Yeah, it's big, but he somebody as tall as the statue yeah. itself uh-huh. is going to host. That's going to be fabulous. <laughs> Kevin is going to do a phenomenal oh my job. God. 
But we always happy to see black people do anything, you know, that they normally don't be wanting us to do. I host a daytime image twice with Mario Lopez. I'm just happy that Kevin Hart is doing something. He gonna kill the game, and we gotta make sure we watch it, That's and right. everybody with a Nielsen box gotta watch it so that it's number one with a bullet. Number one, we gotta make it happen for him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We can do that. We yeah. we can do that. Offset and Cardi B done broke up already. Yeah. Child. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So they went half on a baby and now they done broke up. What happened? I don't understand. Uh -huh. Well, I mean, there are rumors that he was cheating, you know. Yeah. Again. But when he cheated before they got together? Text. Trying to get him a nugget. Yeah, he's trying to get him a nugget. One of the yeah. threesome, you know. Well, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with you? <laughs> That's what. Uh, listen to mm. me. Without, without his wife, though. Yeah. Without. Let me tell you something. Listen to <laughs> me, uh, Carlos and Shirley's. If I'm with Cardi. a man and he, and he want to bring another man to the bed with us, that's a three. That's a good day right there. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, it's what? usually never another no, man. Never. Girl. Girl. <laughs> what? That's only threesome I know about. Uh -huh. <laughs> or me and Idris Elba three times. That's a good thing. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> the sexiest man alive. <laughs> yeah. You know it three times. Yeah, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I just fall out. <laughs> That's exercise. Make my stomach go down. Praise the Lord. Girl, we'll say anything. Well, Man. What? What? I should be able to do. I should be able to do that. I should be able to do. What was y'all talking about? What was y'all talking about before hands? What was y'all talking about? What I missed? Oh, everything that you just touched on. Just said we talked about last hour. Y'all did. Funeral. Funeral. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. And y'all ready for y'all ready for Merry Christmas? Y'all ready? Yeah. Oh yeah. We're in the spirit. That's for sure. Definitely. Absolutely. As praise the Lord. That's Jesus' birthday. I mean, Absolutely. we know it's August, but you know, you know how That's they the do. That's the day we you know, celebrate we it, though. That's the day That's we celebrate right. it. That's right. We celebrate all year round, mm -hmm. Shirley Scrabbe. I love when black and, you people know. throw out them really unknown facts. You know it's really August. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah, everybody be going, August. <laughs> well, if you read the Bible, you know, I think the Lord was a Virgo, you know, for real. For real, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and let me tell you something. It's not an it's astrological sign, Cheryl. Absolutely. <laughs> but listen to me. Black people don't believe in Christmas until you hear Temptation, Silent Night. What I say? And Donna Hathaway, this it's Christmas. Christmas. It's not yeah. It's not Christmas. And Christmas just ain't Christmas without the one you love. Listen Come to me. On. That's it. <laughs> new okay. Year's. Just a new year. I'm the reason that without they sang that. Without the one you love. You love. Go ahead, Steve Harvey. That's right. That's right. I was singing that song. And then Eddie LeVert came up to me and said, look here, man, you can't be singing lead. Carol. <laughs> <laughs> I, have I, you. I have asked you New to stop that. What? <laughs> I have asked you nicely. Yeah. Listen to me. Down. And they done messed it up. They done messed it up where you can't even sing Baby It's Cold Outside. I know. They don't, yeah. don't make no sense. No. Rudolph got bullied. Don't, that, that wasn't even what it was about. But ain't nobody mad that in the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, Franklin, the only black person uh -huh. on Charlie Brown, <laughs> was sitting by himself in a lawn, lawn chair, chair on the other side uh -huh. of the table. Don't nobody care about that. Little Franklin. <laughs> The little black boy. We was, gotta go, Cheryl. Crazy. Go <laughs> we not marching for Franklin, though, huh? Oh, yeah, we gonna march for Franklin. <laughs> Thank you, Cheryl. We love you as always. Happy holidays to you, girl. Uh, Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas Merry to Christmas, you. Cheryl. Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla is here with Carla's reality update. Dun, dun, dun. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, let's go, nephew. Let's get it, let's get it. She is here, Carla Farrell, with Reality Update. 
Okay, thank you, nephew. Here we go, everybody. Real Housewives of Atlanta. So I remember yeah. last week when I told you about Shamari DeVoe that's married to Ronnie DeVoe from New Edition, yeah. BBD. Uh-huh. Well, you know, his wife is on the show, and last week she talked about the open marriage and that her right. and Ronnie had an open relationship. Well, she told Ronnie about it, and he was like, you ain't got to tell everything. <laughs> that's right, <laughs> you Ronnie. Ain't got to tell it all. <laughs> and she was like, she's not ashamed of who she was, and she didn't mind, you know, letting the women in the group know and the audience know uh, what happened in their marriage and, and that they're cool now. And so that was that. So it's like, okay, Ronnie DeVoe, welcome to reality TV. Yeah. Mm. It's out there now. It's out there mm-hmm. now. And uh, moving on, Candy Burris, we heard from her friend, uh, Carmen. So Carmen and them are kind of gossiping about Portia's new man, Dennis. And they're saying that he broke up with his ex once he got with Portia and that he has his ex name tattooed on his body. And and Candy and them were just trying to, you know, insinuate, you know, the streets are talking about Portia's man. So anyway... Candy told Nene and Cynthia, because, you know, Candy and Portia were, you know, really beefing, you know, a couple of seasons back. And and even last season, they weren't really talking to each other. Mm -hmm. But Nene told Portia about the rumor, about what Candy was saying. So Portia made it perfectly clear that she does not care. She does not care that her man had tattoos and all that was before her. And she said she's probably looking at that woman's name on his body every day because he has so many tattoos. And plus, Portia's point is Candy don't want nobody talking about Todd. So she kind of wants, you know, all mm-hmm. that to stop. Yep. Yeah. W- which is, you agree, Steve? Yeah, about what? Todd. Don't, she don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, yep, Steve. Just go ahead, baby. Yes, all right. And then finally, <laughs> let, let me just say this, guys. Not so much good news for Greg Leakes, Nene's oh, husband. Oh, Yeah, oh. on this particular episode, he received news from ND Anderson Hospital. That is in uh, Houston, one of the best cancer mm-hmm. hospitals in the, in the world. And uh, he was getting care there. And the uh, doctors called and said that they still tests show that there are some cancer cells in Greg's body and the doctors are recommending chemotherapy. And previously, Greg had decided that he wasn't wasn't, going to do chemotherapy. Mm -hmm. He wasn't going to take it in his earlier stages in his battle against colon cancer. So, uh, you know, still praying for Greg and, uh, you know, prayer of healing, you know, and Nene yeah, is, yeah. is right there. She got him a, a chef and trying to change his diet and nutrition and trying to get him to eat healthy on the show. So uh, we got a chance to see that. So praying for Greg. So is he going to change his mind, you think, and, and do the chemo now? The, another? So is he going to do it? I, I don't know oh, they because didn't said it. Okay. Yeah, on the show they really haven't said it. You know, he talked about his faith mm-hmm. on the show, and then he was upset. His faith, you know, he's questioning now what's going on because once he received that phone call, you know, so he is still battling cancer. So we'll 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 see. Wow. We'll see. We're gonna pray for him because yeah. people were saying talking it's when he made brother. that statement, Carla. Yeah, people were him. yeah saying that he should have gone gone ahead and accepted the chemo. It was his Chemotherapy, yeah. yeah, that's a very big and personal decision, yeah, you know, and, and a lot of people say, you know, 
I've lost my mom to cancer and I saw her go through uh, chemotherapy and radiation, all that. And, and and people say, you know, if the disease doesn't kill you, the treatment will. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, you know, you have to respect him wanting to do other options than going to chemotherapy. So, yeah, His you know, prayers are going out uh, for Greg Leakes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And switching gears here, let's switch gears. Let's talk about a show. It's a dating show. It comes on the OWN Network on Saturday nights. It's mm. called Ready to Love. Ready to what? Love. by nephew Tommy. What? Our very <laughs> own. What? Hey. Ready to Love. I didn't, I didn't know I was an OG. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call you on the show, You're right? OG. Yeah. I did not know I was an OG. I took it offensive at first. I'm like, Oh, gee, hey, man, where y'all quit? Your ass is 51. To thine own self be true, Tommy. (laughs) Well, we talked about this earlier in the week, Tommy, and for those that missed it, Nephew Tommy, he talked to some of the male contestants on this show, the new dating show that he is the host of. It's called Ready to Love. And he talked about Tommy had a moment where he talked about you talked about your dad and being a good husband. So if you missed it earlier in the week, I want to play it for you again. Take a listen. I know there's been times out of your marriage and your relationship that you came to a point where it's like, well, damn, can I deal with this? You know what I can tell you on that is, is I had a, a father that never left my mom, never did nothing negative to my mom. My daddy left here three years ago. I'm tired of it. Was with my mama to the end, to the end. So that's all I know. I ain't going nowhere. Steve. I'm to the end because I grew up like that. Mm-hmm. I grew up with a, 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 a father in my house who was real. And I didn't know nothing about leaving or going nowhere else. We had hard times. We had issues, bills, this and that. So I don't know nothing else. I said, I'm forever. Wow. Right. That was real yeah, right there, Tommy. Really, yeah. Real genuine I, moment. I, that's I, what you I, were saying, I Steve. still don't believe it's him. I, re- I, re- I really don't. I'm sorry. There's a video okay. of him talking. He's yeah. on no, TV. No, I don't know how they do that. I promise you that's not true. I saw him saying it. I don't care what you say. I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they did it. That man that was just talking now. That was the moment. No, it was not Tommy. That can't be that, this That's fool. Will talking. Will Patrick talking. <laughs> We're proud of you, Tommy. Thank you, baby girl. I appreciate it. Ready to love I'm Saturday not, I'm night. Not, I'm not proud. That's yes, not you him. are. That's him, Steve. <laughs> to the end. Y'all need to look at this thing close. I've seen it a couple of times. It's him. I'm forever. <laughs> oh, he acting. Come on, Junior. Oh, do that ain't him. <laughs> I just like what he said. <laughs> All right, come on, right, Carla. rich in his life. <laughs> you know what well, you're trying to figure out. out. Hit me up on Lips by Carla. We're running out of town with Reality Update. We can talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta, Ready to Love, the Kardashians. I got it all for you. At Lips by Carla, we'll be back at 20 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Steve, you know there was a time when uh, cheating was defined as either you were sleeping with someone else or you you weren't. It was just that simple, right? Well, then things got extended with subcategories like flirting, like kissing, like texting, like porn. And whatever else can be described. Give me that now. (laughs) But listen, whatever else can be described as vying for the uh, affections or attention of someone other than the one you're you're committed to. Okay. Well, now there's a new one, guys. It's called financial cheating. Okay. Financial cheating. Break break Uh this down for me. I think I might be guilty of this. I've never even heard of this, but I just the words. Okay. Psychologists define it 
as any pers- purposeful financial deceit uh-oh, between two or more individuals who've got a, 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 a stated or unstated belief in mutual honest communications around uh, financial matters. So here's some things to look out for if you if you suspect your spouse or your mate of financial infidelity. Ooh. Pretending a new purchase is an old one. This Jackie, keep going. See right there. Oh, I, this I knew, Jackie. I knew this was. Oh, ooh. No, no this is Marjorie too. Though. Yeah. <laughs> is this just women? This is me and you yeah, too. This is, yeah, this is us, right? <laughs> Saying you bought something on sale. Uh oh, when it was really full price, dog. <laughs> <laughs> This yeah. is financial cheating. Oh, my God. This should have been number one. Hiding purchases and hiding receipts. Mm. <laughs> I, oh. Oh. Fellas, y'all go through that? Jacket, jacket, jacket. <laughs> no, my wife don't do that. She just puts the stuff in her closet. I can't tell what's new yeah. old, no yeah. damn. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And I okay. sure ain't looking for no receipts, so I missed that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. you put it in the mm-hmm. trunk first, then mm-hmm. you know. Then when the coast is that's clear, how you get it to the house. Yeah, the coast is yeah, clear. Yeah, then yeah, you yeah. move it to the closet. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. here's some other things <laughs> when you know someone is financially cheating on you: hiding mm-hmm. credit card statement. Oh, ooh, ooh! I wish I could talk right mm-hmm. now without. Mm-hmm. 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 Why y'all saying? Because mm? I want to say something and I can't. <laughs> that's why I'm saying. Uh. Having a secret credit card. You know what? I tried to hold it. <laughs> I hope she listened. <laughs> I hope she listened. <laughs> oh, you did it. Oh, you you did that. Oh, here's yes. another one. Having a secret stash of money. That's how you know you're financially cheating on your partner. Oh, hell, I got that. <laughs> here's That's another impossible. one, Steve. Keeping a raise or a bonus secret. Not telling your spouse about that. Well, uh-huh. we haven't got one of those mm-hmm. in a while. So mm-hmm. That's it. Steve, you like to go to Vegas. Gambling money away in secret or winning money from gambling. You know, I messed around and told her mm-hmm. that I had won these jackpots. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And she go on the side of the bed and get all these tickets. Uh-huh. I'm going to cash these in. Ain't no need of you giving them back. What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You? She took your tickets? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You getting ready to do what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cash these tickets in and some of these, uh, some of these, uh, she thought they tokens. Uh-huh. <laughs> it ain't token. Chip. Oh, the chips. You talking about chips? Oh, oh chip. Wow. How much were I'm they, Steve? I'm gonna turn this in, Steve. You got a lot of money right here. We don't gotta go back and lose all this. <laughs> hey, listen to me. Listen to me. Me and you come to Vegas for two different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> you messing. You're now touching the main reason I'm out here. <laughs> all right, we'll be I'm back. You put them damn chips down. <laughs> With more of step the away Steve. from them. Step away from them voucher tickets. <laughs> With more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, before we left uh, to go on break, we were talking about financially cheating on our partners. Uh, uh, This is a new form of cheating when you're uh, financially um, cheating on them. You know, you... you, So cheating has been extended? Yeah, yeah. It's not just sleeping with someone anymore. financially cheating. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got grounds for divorce. I really do. (laughs) (laughs) Listening to this segment? Yeah. 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 All right, here's, here's one. Here's the number one one, I think. Uh, if you're financially uh, cheating on your wife or your spouse or whoever, uh, taking money 
out of savings without telling your partner. That's big right there. I don't do that. Yeah, yeah but that's big. I, I, I think this is really um, a, a serious that's one right here. We, Have you done yeah, that, sure? No, I haven't. We, we um, you know, played around with the other ones. I mean, sure, I've hid some shoes and dresses and stuff mm. like that in my closet. Huh. Of course. Of course I've mm. done Several that. shoes. I don't know yeah. any woman who hasn't done that. Yeah. Uh, you know, pretending someone I ha- something I have on uh, that's new is old. Oh, this old thing? Oh, I've been had this. Been had this. Yeah, that's my yeah, speech. Right? Just got it. Yeah, just got yeah. You don't pay attention to me. Uh, <laughs> All that yeah. Mm-hmm. I, didn't I just see that in the closet with price to But this taking money out of savings, Steve, without telling your partner. You can't do that. But our savings is connected to two signatures. Mm-hmm. We can never touch our savings without the signature of the other person. How much? How much, uh, how much in there? Huh? <laughs> oh man, probably like. How much in there? Be quiet. Like it's. it's Carla, you ain't, you don't want to listen in here. How so much in there? It's like it's, like, it's, it's, it's over. That. It's over. It's over five thousand. Yeah. Oh, we know that. <laughs> no. And that's all we, you're gonna know. We know that. I just wanted to put that out there. It's over five. So, hey, Steve, this question, is the mo- Steve. Oh, okay. So you're saying. So you know how sometimes the savings account, you have your checking account, and if you want to move some money to your checking account, you're saying that neither one of you guys can move it without the other one's permission? Like you just can't go online and account. move it? On the savings. Right. On the savings. On the savings account. Now, you got to have an accountability account between people. Okay, this yeah. is what I was going to ask, Steve, no, kind of in, in line with that. Because I always uh, think this, I, I love how you break this down. When you say you should have four different accounts if you're married, break that down. Because, I mean, you've talked about it well, before, but it's maybe really people didn't hear it before. to keep the marriage happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If both of you are working or one of you is working, whatever the case, mm-hmm. you bring that money together and you put it together in the joint bill pay account. And you pay all of your bills out of that. House, car, gas, electric, everything that takes to run a house, you know, lunch money, you know. Then each one of you have an individual account where you get an allowance and she gets an allowance or she gets an allowance and you get an allowance. That money is yours to spend until the next paycheck and neither one of you can say what the other one spends their money on. And then you need the fourth account, a joint savings account, where whatever you all agree to, to save, you put it in a savings account that requires two signatures to move. So you can deposit money all you want, one person, mm-hmm. but you can't take it out without the signature of both people. That'll help you save more. Oh, I got a question. Right. I so hate I can't answer. God, I just want to know what you do when somebody has opened up a credit card that you didn't know nothing about. Wait, hold on, hold on. We can come back. Yeah, we have one more. An American Express. We have one more break before we get to closing. The plum color one. Okay, quiet. I'm sorry. All right, we have one more break. Uh, That's our last break of the day, and Tommy has a question for his uncle when we come back. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, last break of the day. We were talking, um, got into some pretty deep financial stuff. Uh, Steve, you were telling us, um, you know, about the four bank accounts that a married couple should have. Yeah, that that keeps a lot of peace in your house. It really does. I found that to be true. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have a joint account, whether one of you or two of you work, you co-mingle the money or you put it all in there, you pay all your bills. Then you determine what each one of each other's allowance is. She gets her money, he gets his money, and they have an account. Neither one of those can check on what the other one is spending out of that account. That's their business. 
And then you need a joint account where you all put your savings in. But in order to move it, you could deposit. But in order to move it, it takes two signatures. Let's go back, though. Let's, you, you ran over something too fast. Mm-hmm. What, what is your allowance in her life? Here we go. What, what is y'all's <laughs> allowance? Honestly, like, like, you know, it ain't that much. I don't even know why some have to, uh, have to allow you. That's your money. But, but what is your allowance, though? Go ahead. What is that? Probably, you know, like a hundred. Oh. A month? A hundred dollars? That's cool. He ain't talking about no damn hundred dollars, Shirley. Anyway, back to what you were Yo, saying. Uh, wait, no, 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 no. Your allowance <laughs> is a hundred K? No, Tommy. Just go. No, you hardly know. He said no. <laughs> go back to what you were saying, Steve. We'll deal what with you your mean, nephew. Sure. What? So you were saying about, yeah. I go ahead, go ahead about the, um, uh, about the, the uh, four bank accounts. Very interesting. Yeah, it, it just does. It just holds it, it down. Mm-hmm. A guy taught that to me years ago. Mm-hmm. And it really helped because it holds down confusion. And financial infidelity. And it allows each one of you to have some form of individuality mm-hmm. while you're married. Yeah. Look, you want to pay your household bills together, but just getting married and them your bills and my bills, that's yeah. a hard way to work. It would be smooth if everybody put all the bills in one pile and put both monies in one pile mm-hmm. and then paid those bills together and then gave each other an allowance and then save whatever you was going to save. It would you it would cut down on a lot of arguments. Yes, it would. Financial let, arguments. Let, let me ask this here. Uh, th- this for my friend. My friend mm-hmm. found you out. You know someone? Yeah, I know yeah. somebody. My friend. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. found out that his wife had a credit card mm-hmm. that he didn't know nothing about. And when he found out, he was furious. Mm-hmm. What what would you advice would you give my friend? Well, uh, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. The card that was gotten without your friend's knowledge, uh-huh. did it throw the family into something? N- no. Or it, did it just throw him into It something? threw him into a, a right. lot. Because yeah. why? Because he didn't know it. She makes decisions, right? Yes, but isn't that financially cheating like we talked about <laughs> earlier? Ain't that financially? Well, I don't know if it's cheating. Uh-huh. When did you make the rule that she got to come to you for every single dollar? No, no, no. My friend. No, please don't do that. My friend. <laughs> it, 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 now, I'm not saying he. I'm okay, not saying, but your friend. He, he, my friend. When did he decide that he would make the rule? Right. He don't, he don't, he don't, he not making no rules about no money like that. But what it is, is he found out without, uh-huh. without her telling him. You know, and then when I, I mean, then when he found out, you know, it was, it was just, a, it was, it was bad, really, for a week. And so eight. when he found out, how did he find out? Though? He found out, because he told me, he found out <laughs> when he was on the phone checking on his credit card, the man on the phone told him, well, we got an issue with this other card right now. And then he said, what other damn card? <laughs> and then that's when he found out that there was another card that existed. And when 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 he found that out, was it, 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 it's confusing. It's just a mess, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. And the friend is in air quotes, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. All air quotes. <laughs> did you pay the bill? I, the, all bills have been paid. Okay. Oh. He paid the bill, my, Junior. Did the friend? Yeah, I, I mean, my friend paid all of his bills. <laughs> well, can I ask you well, this? Well, let me ask you something. Oh, how ahead. much? How much did your friend? Yeah. Girl, run up on it. By 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 ten, eleven thousand dollars. Well, what did she Ooh. buy? That's what the hell, my friend. Excuse me. Uh-huh. Want to know? 
Yes. Yeah. Nah. Who does she buy? Yeah. Right. Mm. Yes. He doesn't uh, see anything around oh, the house. Oh, you ain't seen nothing new in the house? Uh, <laughs> he, he ain't seen nothing new. Uh, he is in air quotes, yeah. too. Because you don't pay attention. Because we're masters at that. Yeah. Yeah. All that going to D.C. and working. <laughs> all, all that going to Columbia and telling jokes. <laughs> you don't pay attention. He don't pay attention, Junior. Mm. Well, well, Steve, what advice well, yeah. do you have for Tommy's friend? friend. <laughs> well, I like when people spend money before they get it. Before Wait. what, dog? I like when people spend money before they get it. Oh, That's don't. always exciting. I used to do that. Ooh. That keep your ass young. on edge for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those days are over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So tell me, you have anything you're going to take back to your friend? What What are you going to tell him based on what your uncle, the advice your uncle has given you? Well, he didn't really give no advice. He didn't say don't say nothing about it. He was just asking me how much the amount was. Mm-hmm. But he didn't really say what the friend should say to his wife. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. it's really too late, don't you think? You could say something, but how you think, how you going to keep it from turning into an argument? Can she take the stuff back? Well, she's I mean, not that's going uh, to. What, what woman could. do that? Uh-uh. And every man want her. <laughs> if I take it back, you best to believe I'm getting something. <laughs> it else. don't fit I'm if it go back. That's what that it. is. Yeah, yeah, we're not returning. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourselves for a great weekend. Have yourself a wonderful. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.